0: A Christian mind is not one that is trained to think only about Christian topics. It is a mind that has learned to think about everything
1: from a Christian perspective. We have to understand God rightly to know him intimately.
0: It is the gospel that orients my thinking on every other issue. You can know if you're trusting in Jesus that every single atom in this mm-hmm, universe mm-hmm. is working for your good.
1: That's why I'm sticking with Jesus. Not because he always does what I want him to do. I'm sticking with Jesus because I just mm-hmm. haven't found any better alternative. What's <laughs> IWD now. Episode IWD. 83 of the Blackberry Podcast? What was it? IWD? Oh, International, oh, w- International oh, sure. Women's Day. What's <laughs> it? Break the... Uh, what? <laughs> Gender. Bias. Well, oh, what was like? it? I don't actually know what it was. It was giving what kind of fiber? Like
0: break the, I I break really the bias. I didn't really follow it. Yeah, did epi- you guys? Did you guys not do? Sorry, episode eighty three. Yep. Okay, cool. Podcast. How are you guys? Um, Yeah, we're well, good. Sorry, we were just talking about International Women's Day. How oh. how I am? Yeah, fine. Um, yeah, not been um, in the best health. You've been, been down recent. bad. Been down bad. Been down bad. Yeah, it's um, down. <laughs> oh <laughs> send, my god. Please send twenty k. <laughs> no, um, oh. um, yeah. No. But but thankfully, on the men now, just had like a stint on some antibiotics and stuff but back in the flesh back recording which is good how have you guys been?
1: I've been okay busy I lost my voice for like I think the time we were going to record yeah, yeah, yeah I lost my voice I was like I can't record the yeah, episode yeah, yeah. Um, aside from that I've just been out and about yeah. like I think the last week or two I've really stepped up my gallivanting I need Is to it stay out home it's
0: because the sun's coming out yeah it? I need to stay at home what? Yeah, too much. <laughs> it's actually
1: too much you know when you go to like so I went to David concert then the next day church and then Monday I was just like calm down yeah. Like, so yeah I'm after this week I'm probably gonna unwind. How was Davido?
0: I've seen mixed reviews. It was so very messy. That's what I've been hearing. But it was
1: a, I had a good time. Mm-hmm. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. I had a party, mm-hmm. but it's very it was just disjointed, very messy. Okay. So like I think the first thirty minutes of the show, you can tell there's been some sort of practice with composers. Okay. And then he I think Davido brought out more than twenty five acts. Twenty five? Yeah. So so like he was perform a song and then I was just see hearing another song it's like what's going on this one thing? is
0: Davido and Friends
1: but yeah it really was Um but it, it was a good time okay I had a good time good Um
0: would, how um, would you compare it to Wiz because you went to Wiz as well
1: Wiz was a, was more seamless I think there was okay. actually like a production yeah, yeah not to say there wasn't please no one fight me if you was part of the <laughs> Davido team but it was just less messy okay like it just it you could see okay we're going from one thing to another thing whereas yeah, yeah. the middle part of Davido's show was very much like we don't know what's happening technical yeah, difficulties yeah. so yeah but all in all, I still had a good time. You
0: finished ha- crazy late as well. I saw something like yeah, it
1: finished at eleven thirty. I so was
0: like, definitely curious. due to
1: get that uh, I think you mentioned fine. like we'll pay the fine. So I, think <laughs> I think he already knew. I think you already knew like You know you got that. So I think it shows that at nine like thirty, he finished at eleven thirty, and I was just like, Oh my gosh. But I had a good time. On the spot, time.
0: Who do you prefer, David kid? Uh
1: performer like what is the
0: oh, That's a good question. Okay, so in so live?
1: Performance live, I would probably edge it to David. O. Okay. i probably edge it to Davido. Davido okay. just gives you a bit more. The energy, know. the vim is there. The energy, a bit, bit of a source as well. Okay. But Wizkid's not bad. Okay. Wizkid's not bad. As
0: a performer, you're going for Davido, but in terms of kind of musically.
1: Musically, I would probably edge it to Wizkid. Edge it to Wizkid.
0: Yeah, I would edge Is that Wizkid. based on the last album?
1: I probably just, I've just listened to more Wizkid, more I would is say. I but Davido's very, you know, he's good at doing his refixes. Like and yeah, remixes, yeah, yeah. taking one word and, you know, a lot of good features, but yeah, i will probably edge it to Davido hey. what about you? Ooh.
0: To be honest, I don't enjoy Afrobeats enough to be able to give you like a definitive response on who's my favourite. But yeah, I think if I'm just going off what I've listened to, it would be Wiz. Mm. I didn't go to the Davido concert because the Wiz one felt like a bit of a cultural moment. This one, It definitely was. This one, and that's what basically gingered me to go. This one, I don't know, I got the feeling as though like as it drew closer, maybe more and more people would be interested in going. Mm-hmm. but for some reason I just don't think it generated the same kind of hype around the uh-huh. city that, that uh-huh. Wiz did but I'm happy that both of them came to London to perform Edge, mm-hmm. who's your who's your guy uh,
2: similarly I don't think I'm qualified to <laughs> I can't say the last time I listened to either David Doe or Wiz Yeah, yeah so you never listened to uh, Made in Lagos even Afrobeat like in general this is, uh, is a Robert
1: Glasgow type guy man as that's as well. true that radio free.
2: Free. <laughs> oh. radio
0: free, so have you been enjoying that recently? I've been,
2: been banging out, chums, a couple of tunes I've been banging out, okay. Already okay, free. I haven't listened to it, I haven't listened to it. You,
1: it just you just boom back,
0: not oh, boom back, definitely not <laughs> boom back. But I'm looking forward to some new rap albums coming. Okay. Um, yeah, the likes of which we shall not be named on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, cool, but how have you been otherwise?
2: Yeah, I've been good, it's been busy, but like, I think it's. I don't say to complain. I think I'm meant to say that more often because actually the business, because of like things involved in in work, out of work. Okay, you needs to learn to manage it all better. So whether that's changing the routine mm. and like setting time aside, trying to allocate days in the month, in the week where like focus on such work so that it doesn't like trickle over almost like you know so many days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. But honestly, yeah, no, yeah, it's been busy, but it's been good. It's it's been a blessed week. How's dad life treating you, bro? You know, I, I saw a tweet today that made me laugh, and it felt—I felt—it was so true. The tweet was something like, Fatherhood is twenty percent. turning off all the lights <laughs> in the house."
0: <laughs> <literally>, especially, <laughs> especially now your especially bills where the are again, living oh, up. Them
2: yeah. gas prices is at my neck. You see an email, sorry to inform you, but current, and you're seeing gas bill double, triple. You're saying, "Bro, <laughs> bro, bro. we need mad. to write,"
1: you know, some of the petrol
2: prices. It's I'm ready crazy. to
0: write. <laughs> What's it at now currently?
2: Oh, the, as in petrol? Yeah, where were we at 160? I thought I thought well, one sixty. I've seen one sixty. I've you know. I've I saw, saw a picture of one seventy five somewhere the country. One sixty nine, one seventy nine. I so I have put 50, 50 on the in the tank, fifty pounds worth of petrol. 30, 30, no, no thirty liters of petrol. Yeah, pound. diesel. It's done already. Fifty pound. How quickly?
1: There's rice at home, guys. What is? So are you doing
0: your PT and everywhere now?
1: Um, sometimes walk as well. Sometimes <laughs> literally just walk. you eventually
0: get there. you eventually get there. That is so funny. I saw somebody, I saw people like, um, getting on somebody saying that they walk like, was it, like 10k every day. Mm-hmm. But then they very quickly just have a say, the cost of living is going up so much. We're, we're going to join them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, you guys. just walk to Zion. We're going to jump on it with you. <laughs> no, honestly.
2: Bro, and, 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 and one level, you're thinking, actually, you know, maybe I should work from the office because yeah, like, yeah. I'm trying to keep my life on. So normal <laughs> But um, But no, it's been like, it's, um, Bro, I don't know. And obviously, with the situation going on in the world, it's like, where will it end? Yeah.
0: Does that make you, I guess, as a father, as a husband, do you, like, the current kind of, like, the state of geopolitics right now, does that make you even more just aware of your um, position?
2: Uh, What, as in, like, just me and my home and how? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all? I think it does. I think, like, it, it changes even just things like what you pray about in family devotion. Okay. Yeah, I'm praying for peace and praying for you. I and mean, when last I pray for like Ukraine, mm. you know what I mean specifically. Apart from this situation, so as a family, yeah, we're more aware of what's going on, sharing stuff, right? Things we you know consider like supporting, especially like in terms of like humanitarian aid. Right, there's so much things to be done. Right, so there's that, and I guess it's reminds. It's I think I think but it's something I think is hopefully shared by all. It's just that humility where even us in the West, mm. where something like you know, invasion into a, a European country seems unfathomable. Yeah. that happens, and it's happened. It's a reality in this like in this world, and so you can't even be so comfortable in your warm home because you know the threat of war is quite apparent. Mm. You know? And it's um, so it's humbling and it's it's unsettling. I think there's yeah yeah I'm sure households all over the world are like just encouraging one another in this situation, this climate, because yeah, obviously listen, conflict anywhere in the world should make you think and reflect, right. But, of course, there is a sense proximity brings it a lot closer to home. Mm. Yeah. And I think, yeah, so you just have to, like, actually face and deal with it. But, yeah, it's a, I guess we'll get into that. But, yeah, it's been, it's 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 not great. Yeah.
0: So Maybe how have you been kind of digesting what's been taking place? I mean, I'm always careful for how we kind of, um the type of language used to describe what's taking place. Because sometimes I think that people undersell. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm very forthright in calling it, like, a, military invasion Mm -hmm. by russia in ukraine as opposed to saying you know just you know some conflict or putting it in framing it in terms of there being like you know uh, a war that's being you know fostered by both sides Mm -hmm. i very much kind of consider this as a one-sided um yeah attack uh, assault on a sovereign nation but yeah how you how have you just been kind of digesting the things that you have been seeing? how's it made you think feel pray
1: yeah it's been challenging um I know, like, when the whole kind of news about the invasion happened and mm. some people, you know, some people like, you know, let's pray for UK and some people are like, well, but, you know, there's other countries in the world that are going through war now. Like, why are we, you know, like, why is it now just focused on 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 Ukraine? And and, and me, I was thinking, well, oh, like, definitely my ignorance of not knowing what's going on in the world. Right. But yeah, like, feeling very, very close to what's happening. Of course, like, selfishly saying, okay, like, what's Boris saying? Like, are we going to now jump into this war as well? Like, what does mm. that mean for me? But then, yeah, thinking about so many people's lives, um, just you know, overnight churches kind of teaching people how to do first aid and mm. changing, like, you know, creating hospital beds and just life as you know it changing. And mm. I think, I mean, the saddest thing about living in, in a world like this is life just moves on, right? So, like, you're seeing all these things in the news, but you've still got emails to send and you've still mm-hmm. got people to message, right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's like, why does life not stand still, mm. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. especially when in another part of the world there's no focus on work because people are dying and and houses are being destroyed um, and there's literally political unrest. So that's just been, that's been messing me up a little bit. Like just trying to frame my mind. Of course I'm at work or I'm talking to people, I'm Mm. visiting people. I'm I'm enjoying the good, good things of life. But on another side of the world, there's, there's just so much unrest. And I think it's a, it's a great way to send to you onto important things. Like, Mm. yeah, like of course, praying for, praying for Ukraine, praying for, for churches out there. Praying for hopefully some sort of peace that can happen mm. between Ukraine, Russia, NATO, US, mm. whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just been trying to re- reorientate my mind, yeah. um, which has been challenging. Yeah. And I think initially, selfishly, I wasn't trying to get too involved because it's not like more sad news. It mm. just feels mm. like everything is just right. sad, right. but that's that's even privilege because yeah. I can just now just do like you know distance myself from it. Yeah. But no one else can. Kind yeah, of. yeah, So I'm just trying to yeah pray. Um, think more about like more important things like yeah. death is death is looming like people yeah. are dying so yeah just having that in mind like how has it been
0: for you I feel, I feel you though sorry I was just going to say like <clears throat> just on that point specifically about um, just where you just kind of thought at a point it may be helpful to distance like um, yourself from it in the sense that we are just emerging from the back end of a pandemic and mm-hmm. then to be in the throes of what I think at the start of it um, people were genuinely concerned about like a world war. Mm. Um, and I think that's perhaps why it's been in sharper focus for people who live in the UK and the West, not because they're necessarily ignorant of what's happening in like places like the Middle East, certain parts of Africa. Um, I don't think it's necessarily, in some cases, I'm sure there are people that just don't really care. But I also think because there was a sense in which the players involved on this stage means that the threat of um, a larger scale war is more imminent. So I mm. think that maybe made people like prick their ears up and make them more attentive to the fact that actually if things go just slightly left here, there's a real um, concern that we may be entering into a world war and, and for that reason, it's made you a bit more um, just aware of what's happening, maybe as c- uh, compared to other parts of the world. Yeah. I mean, th- the interesting thing for me is that because I was ill for about two weeks, I had a lot of time (coughs) at home to just digest what I was seeing on the news. I've not watched the news as much as I have in the last two weeks. I've done any time in probably 10, 11 years, maybe since I was doing like A-level politics or whatever. Um, And so it has been quite um, central in my thinking. And a lot of my focus has been just on kind of the situation that's, that's kind of developing there. Um, what's happening to the citizens who are trying to flee to other countries, How are, how is our nation in particular responding? You remember like on the last podcast, I was just saying like, you know, I've been sharing some of my own concerns, frustrations with the current government and just kind of listening to what the response has been both here and kind of globally and seeing if we were going to be those who kind of um, demonstrate real leadership in our response for kind of caring for refugees um sending humanitarian aid offering kind of even where necessary kind of military support and stuff like that um but then also yeah on the flip side having more time to just kind of pray um so it, it helped me um to really spend more time kind of thinking about again just m- more, more recently the nature of leadership um on a local level on an international level yeah praying for peace i'll share with one of my boys yesterday um again because like you, you I think you, could, you should read the Proverbs at any time in your life but it's just kind of re- replete with those kind of statements that remind you, actually sorry, I'm trying to remember if this one was this might have actually been in the Psalms mm. um, um, but the Psalm just saying that you know that the Lord has the hearts of kings in his hand and stuff like that and then just kind of thinking that even with all of the individuals involved in this um, you know there's nobody whose um, intentions or behaviours outside God's purview or his ability to kind of restrain their wickedness or evil yeah. i'm speaking here specifically about Vladimir Putin yeah um and also you know there's not a, a circumstance that the lord can't intervene and change um so it's really been um having that that focus in mind that actually you know we go to the lord in prayer trusting um that he's able to to change circumstances so praying fervently like you said for peace Um, praying for the welfare of of believers there and even just unbelievers just you know people Mm -hmm. with families Mm -hmm. vulnerable people there Um, but yeah definitely been the most um, aware of like a geopolitical situation um, than any time in the last kind of 10 to 15 years Um, and I usually don't watch the it really because of a similar kind of thing to what you were saying is like I think I reached a point maybe sometime maybe kind of seven, eight years ago where I was just like, actually, all I ever seem to see is negative press or just lies. I think one of my frustrations was the way that um kind of like Brexit was handled in the media.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and I think part of my frustration with that was just like we can't seem to get faithful news telling. <laughs> <laughs> so for that reason I'm just not gonna watch yeah. it. Um but yeah actually been drawn into sharper focus for me in the last couple of weeks. And I've been listening to pods, I've been listening to um kind of yeah, news bites and sound bites and stuff like that. Um, but I guess kind of like tied, tied to this, um, you would have seen probably today, um, what was it yesterday? A couple of tweets, tweets yeah. from a, a popular Christian evangelist. Please let me say her name correctly. I'm going to say her name. Nia Cerise. Nia Cerise. Um, and actually, do you know what? The best thing to do is actually to quote the tweet verbatim so we're not trying to... Misrepresent. Yeah, misrepresent anything that was said. Um
1: a bit much <laughs>
0: <laughs> no so she said she said um, to yesterday that I am traveling to the Ukraine border to preach the gospel and feed refugees fleeing from war please pray they come to Christ pray against the trafficking of young girls happening at their border pray that we reach as many people with food who have not eaten for days posted a picture with um, I assume some of the people that she'll be going there with um and obviously that has garnered Lots and lots of attention. As I'm looking at it right now, over a thousand quote teats. Um, That's and I'm like
1: sure my, my biggest nightmare.
0: Just being being ratioed. Just,
1: just, just seeing quote, I just delete my account. I just um, not to tweet anything. Some, and obviously
0: like some of them positive, but I'd say probably the yeah. last, the large majority of them, certainly not in favour of what she was um, proposing, what she's proposing to go and do. Um, and then just like loads of other comments in there, which we don't need to kind of get into. But yeah. Um, obviously you'd have seen the reaction to this and I kind of wanted to ask you guys like what was your how did you feel when you saw when you saw that that tweet like did you have any kind of impulses of okay you know go sis we support you
1: yeah that was my initial yeah yeah i was like oh yeah go to ukraine like okay yeah you know evangelize there you know yeah. see who you can support and serve on hand it was reminding me of of the guy the like the uk guy who went to ukraine and just wanted to join the army <laughs> yeah, that, one, I, that one i have more, yeah, <laughs> yeah. more of a problem with yeah more of a problem i have a problem with, but Big like problem. it just reminded me of that like you know just that fervency to yeah. go and serve i had that I um, got told yeah, apparently yeah you're got, more of a liability will liabil- be, liabil- be more of
0: a <laughs> liability than a support
1: because he has no military training <laughs> he was like yeah he's gonna fight i'm like bro yeah, go yeah. to the gym join yeah, a yeah. boxing club um but yeah but then someone sent it to me and mm. was very much like she's getting quote cheated and i was just like "But i was reading it and i thought okay this is coming more from Um, So some people were saying, you know, Ukraine is is a majority Christian country. Like, why are you going there? Um, You know, read the room. Like, just things that I thought, wait, she can't go and support and preach the gospel to people. Like, okay, whether you think it's not the right time, you know, when when is the right time to preach the gospel? Of course, we should believe it most times. Um, And she's there to serve and help. I just didn't... It was was just interesting to see how something. Um, without any sort of reading of her intentions could be seen as negative okay. um and yeah, some people felt like it was it was virtual like signaling, or you know, look at me, I'm going to do that and i, I know some people felt like a lot of the commentary around Ukraine has been some virtual signaling, but how can you you you're, you're reading her intentions the most just right. to, to say that um so on the face of it, I don't actually see why there should be an issue,
0: okay. Sorry, just, just on the point of virtue, there's been virtue thinking from everyone. Yeah, yeah from, uh, from all sides. All, si- like, all sides. I, I'm not even just on this issue specifically, I'm just saying more generally. On just, just more. Um, countries, yeah. businesses, everyone has used this as an opportunity to kind of plant their flag in the moral sand, as it were. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is a kind of part of a, a broader conversation about, you know, um, how we think about whether it's the kind of the justness of wars and stuff like that. But again, we keep coming back to this in a lot of conversations we've had about you know, where we base our morality, what is the underpinning for yeah. lots of the kind of outrage and the, um, the the positions that we take, see being taken. Um, H, how about you? What did you think about
2: it? In many ways, I feel like it was uncomfortable to come. I don't know the girl. Okay. And so likewise with you guys, like, I didn't see the tweet. I, again, I did, Yeah, I think that's maybe it was sent somewhere. Okay. Like, yeah, mm. you know, yeah, like, um, yeah, you know, I don't. Again, I don't know your intentions or whatever, but if, take you as you as you as you as you, as you tweeted as you stated. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, that's a that's a good thing. I, you know, that's a good thing. I guess, obviously, maybe those you know, I don't know whether they have issues with her personally or maybe ministries is part of. Again, I don't know details of that. Right, but I think that if someone, yeah, that in and of itself, I don't see a problem with. Okay, interesting,
0: because uh, I think some people are saying. I mean, one of the one of the quote tweets I said was that you know, this is how kind of. Christianity um, is able to kind of build itself in a sense that they they use it's kind of exploitative. Mm. In a sense that there's a situation of crisis, people vulnerable are vulnerable. vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're searching for hope, and so this is where you kind of step in with your. I almost want to say white Jesus because this, that's I feel like that's been the prevailing perv- sentiment. Yeah, right? yeah. You step in with your white Jesus as a savior. Um, and these people don't need that right now. What they need is food. What they need is medical aid and supplies and stuff like I'm gonna that. I'm get both, though. Um, yeah. But do you not think, just given the, the nature of the situation, there is actually a concern that this could be considered exploitative, that now isn't actually the appropriate time?
1: No, I think the only time I could see it as, like, exploitative, oh, I can never say that word, is if, oh, like, you know, you're, you're seeing people or that person seeing someone suffering and, Almost holding your hand out, like you know, come to enter this church and you'll get mm. a bed or somewhere to sleep. Like yeah. Christians historically haven't done that. We've right. actually just Christians historically have always been at the point of need mm, most yeah. times, um, mm. kind of the first first response, line of response, right. um, with you know first meeting the need and secondly meeting a, a greater spiritual need as well. Mm. Um, so, so I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it is. I, I think there's a. I know some people would say, of course, like you know, meet the need first, people some. A lot of some people are being displaced from their homes. Mm. They're fleeing to other countries, um, support in that way. Or there's there's even Christian ministries closer. Like, why would you center yourself? But mm. yeah, I, I think where's I think during crisis, I think Christians are acute of the fact that you know you, this you're going through difficulty, or you, or you may even like be on the on the on the hand of like suffering. Mm. Yeah, but there's a a greater hope. That right. can be promised, um, and if that is seen, so if someone's desire to to serve a, a physical need and also kind of offer a, a hope of of, of um, Christianity, if that's seen as being exploitative, then that's mm. that's what it is, isn't it? Um, mm. But I, I think historically, yeah, Christians have have served and helped and yeah. done great things yeah. without that having to be, you know, take the Bible and yeah, the yeah. book, like. If you don't want to take the Bible, take the bread anyway. Yeah, because um, yeah, we just have a heart that wants to love, isn't it? Um, what, what do you think?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, interesting. So I do have one slight concern, which I guess we can I can kind of get into um, on that point. But um, yeah, I guess when I was when I was looking at it, I think a lot of it comes from some kind of social conscience. You know that. You know that. What's that? Um, preach the gospel and if necessary use words, use words. <laughs> um so a lot of people maybe coming from that vantage point of they're thinking do you know what you know you know like that i don't know you see you would have seen that video of that uncle that's walking around somewhere saying you're listening when you're dead <laughs> <laughs> <saw her> <laughs> yeah, you, you. mustn't you you <laughs> <worse laughs> yeah. so i think some people have got that in mind when they're thinking when she says she's going to go out and preach the gospel she's going to be soapboxing mm-hmm. and um Completely ignorant of the fact that there are people there with actual physical and material needs. Mm-hmm. Um, she and any other people that are going out to do such would be out there basically standing, telling people if they don't repent, they're going to hell. All of that kind yeah. of stuff. They're completely ignorant of the fact that there is real material and physical suffering. Yeah. Um, so I think some people just have that picture in mind when they think of quote unquote evangelism yeah that's what the concern is when they hear preach the gospel they just think you're just going out there to kind of condemn people to hellfire or something like that yeah which is um again like you guys already said i don't know her personally but i i doubt very much actually that that's the heart of what's behind what she wanted to do and i think some people were just plainly ignorant of the fact that you know you just i think you read it and you just go preach the gospel didn't actually read the subtext which also said please pray for us as we're going to help yeah. Um, try to feed as many people as possible, try to prevent kind of um, young girls being trafficked yeah. because they're particularly vulnerable at this point in time. Um, again, going back to that point of, I guess, physical and material needs, um, it was very apparent to me, um, having like not just kind of like sat with the tweet for a bit and not just kind of scrolled through the quote tweets that there was um, a very real intention to actually help. Um, yeah. And not just, as you say, for example, kind of hold bread in one hand, but say, hold, oh, before you get hold of this bread, Redistract. You need to hear this Redistract. <laughs> yeah. Um So, so yeah, I, I think it was just from the tweet, off the face of the tweet itself, like, um, I think some people were, were far too abrupt in their um, desire to condemn her. And I think just on this point more specifically, than I guess, about evangelism, and, uh, you know, it's a point that I guess we know, um, and I think the point that you basically alluded to earlier is, um, it's not so much about, you know, when is the best time, but it's just, you know, I guess, Ultimately, preaching is the means by which people are saved, yeah um and so i think yeah when you, when you when you think about um yeah when when you think about the necessity of preaching, specifically in this point about versus kind of social action um being willing to kind of serve people is all well and good, and something that we're encouraged to do you mm-hmm. you'll think of um the book of James like. <coughs> replete with examples of how your works Mm. are demonstrative of your Mm. faith so Mm. you know caring for orphans caring for the poor for the widows and stuff like that um but that in and of itself isn't um effective for salvation Mm. um so whilst you're able to provide those kind of address the social justice issues Mm. if i can Mm. call it that Mm. um the way in which men and women and children come to know jesus christ is by hearing the gospel um Mm. and i guess my concern with something like this is because it's such a highly pressurized situation. Um, not only is, you know, basically what I want to say is preaching the gospel is um, effective and absolutely necessary. Right. But I think um, something that maybe some people, when they want to do evangelism, forget is um, the point isn't just to kind of preach the gospel and leave that person there and then to kind of fend for themselves. Mm the consistent example we see in the New Testament of people being preached to is then that they're discipled mm-hmm. in the faith. And I guess my only concern is for somebody who's traveling, I, and I go, this is always a concern for missionary mm-hmm. endeavor. Yeah. Entirely. short-term right? term mission. Exactly, yeah. right. Yeah. Is what is the kind of medium to long-term impact of mm-hmm. the work that you're doing there? How mm-hmm. can you be sure that the people that you speak to, mm-hmm. whilst you're also meeting their physical needs, their long-term spiritual needs are being met, they're being found in churches, they've got good discipleship and all that kind of stuff, Now, I doubt she's gonna go into that in 280 characters or whatever you have to do on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that should be a concern for her and people more generally when they're thinking about evangelism. It's not just enough for me to go out and stand in the public square and say, X, Y, Z, this is the gospel, will you accept it, will you not accept it? Um, But also to the extent that people are willing to engage with you, there's a much kind of longer, more drawn out process of kind of walking with that person and then seeing the fruit of the gospel born in their lives and you can't just do that if you're you know I just pop into your country for two days hand out their tracks i'll shout this and that i don't have any links maybe to kind of local churches or yeah. stuff like that the people i'm with aren't embedded into the city so they don't know what your you know after we fed you on this day they don't know what your long-term needs are do you need employment and all of those kind of things there and actually sometimes that's probably best why established churches and christian groups in the in the actual locality are better served doing that work than somebody coming in from the outside. Um, So I guess the argument is, in this
2: situation, you're dealing, you're likely to be dealing, because I agree 100%, but why I'm more like, It's no really sympathetic, but accepting to like, the short term work that people may be traveling off to do in this situation, Mm. because you're dealing with, yeah, displaced people, Mm -hmm. who even where you meet them, that is probably not going to be their home. And at every point, you will need to know the gospel. So uh, you know. So just because they're not in a, a place where they have a, like an established church network, they still need the gospel where they are. Yeah. But I, I told that's. But I totally. I, I, mean, I've heard people speak about this in terms of short-term missions into the more normal situation. Yeah. And I, 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 totally, yeah, I totally, I totally agree. Because, yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess in many ways, you know, um. I think you see at times when Christ would address um, people, even perform miracles, um, um, and I think it was was it the people who um, those who witnessed the um, boy being delivered from the lesion, right? And they go out. The boy, the the, the, the man himself went out to the towns, yeah, to, yeah, you know, to the local areas to tell of what had happened, mm. um, and and there's something in that in when you know they. You know, when you encounter Christ, and being a testament to that you know, mm. and and that's and that's amazing. That's the work of the gospel. But I, but for this situation, I get the fact that, that people need immediate care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I hear it. Um, Short term trips are probably quite necessary. Yeah. Um, you, but just the whole thing about didn't be displaced. it Really, just you know that that uh, as much as all of it is so sad, that has a special. Mm. Yeah, it makes yeah. it particularly sad that the people you know literally all that you knew and loved. In an instant, it becomes a memory mm. because of, you know, you, the, you know, and the actions of one man.
0: So yeah. rather than being critical then, do you actually think this is a good example of something that Christians perhaps should be thinking to do more? Not necessarily in this situation, maybe in so this situation. To, so flying to like Ukraine or like... So, so very possibly. Things. So you might see this and be encouraged to say, do you know what? She's onto something here. Or just more generally thinking about Evangelism or supporting, yeah. um, you know, missionary endeavor for either displaced peoples, people in your local area who are homeless, all of those kind of things. Like I think Edin makes a very good point when he says it's an outworking of the gospel that you actually show concern for the destitute, right? Yeah. That's a that's a very real um, demonstration of the fact that you've believed the gospel. It's a, it's a sign, like I was saying in James, that um, somebody who has been shown the grace of God would now try to show that extend that grace first of all to those within the household of faith but to all people i think the bible yeah the bible says to all men um, as well especially those in the household of faith Mm -hmm. so actually do you look at this and go you know maybe not have done it in this way or whatever Mm -hmm. but this is probably actually when you think about it a good example of stuff that christians could be replicating
1: yeah because i think it, it, it it challenges um what we're all called to do as to be those who are, mm. you know, ministers of reconciliation, so mm. those who who preach the gospel in whatever context they are. Like, so not everyone's going to Ukraine, yeah. But in your local, your local area, when did when did you last evangelize? Like, mm. that's that's a challenge um, in in seeing that. And of course, some some go, um, some are sent. So if even if you can't support um, or, or be there mm. physically, can you support a, yeah. a local mm. ministry? Mm-hmm. I was even I was reading yesterday about um, like churches in in who I think since um, the war started there's been I think half of a lot of people have been displaced maybe like two million a lot of them have gone to Poland but now other countries like Romania and Moldova are also other churches actually beginning to be engaged with people coming to coming to their countries from Ukraine and just Mm. churches on the ground already beginning to serve and Mm. help and support and I was like oh that's that's fantastic so
0: quick plug sorry I was was just going to say this because I've seen um, his timeline sorry to cut you off just um, for anybody who knows I think it's Uh, woodgreen baptist church i want to say um their pastor pastor ryan king um has ukrainian family sorry and if you're particularly interested in kind of learning more about some of the things that local churches are doing on the ground there his timeline has very good um resources to, to learn how you can kind of pray and support work that's taking place there but also just to be abreast of what's taking place with christians and churches there and how they're trying to um live out their faith in in the, the the terrible situation that they find themselves, mm-hmm. so go on.
1: No, I I agree. Like just just, I think you see that post and you're challenged. You mm. should be challenged. I think yeah, yeah. if your immediate response is like, oh "Read the room, sis. Why did she do this? Virtual signaling? <laughs> um, oh, she's just you know she wants centering herself. It's like, ugh, believe her. Like, mm. do you not want people to hear the gospel? Mm. Um, even even if it's done. Poorly, yeah, like, you know. I mean, isn't it Paul that says something about you know, some preach out of envy, some preach mm-hmm. out of envy. as long as Christ is yeah, preached I preach, uh, preach. Mm-hmm. So, why is like if that's your first response, I think there's something that you know, you probably need to just challenge yourself in in terms of your z- your zeal for evangelism. Yeah. I think that's all an area that we can all grow in. Mm. Um, and even if it's not to go to another country, you know, mm. what are you doing in your local church context? Mm-hmm. You know, how involved are you in, in evangelizing um, to those around you, to, to your friends, to your family? Um, so for me, I, I think it sh- it should challenge us. Right. Um, it should challenge us to action at least.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I always find somebody like Tim Keller super helpful for stuff like this. because mm. He's got books on kind of um, uh, justice for the poor and, mm. and just kind of dealing with justice more generally. Um, there's some very helpful um, points that he makes. And I, I actually saw it, um, an essay, um, and I think this is more specifically with dealing with the poor, but actually... It, when you think about it, it's less to do with the poor per se and just people who are in kind of desperate situations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think just some helpful reminders um, that he gives, I, and I think one of those was one that you made earlier just about the fact that, you know, um, the gospel, sorry, preaching the gospel um, and evangelism and actually kind of giving and um, physical and material aid, there's not like a rigid temporal mm. order, right? Mm. Um, they're inseparable you look at the example of jesus for example who feeds the hungry mm. whilst also dealing with mm. the spiritual yeah. mm-hmm. um who heals the blind while also dealing with the spiritual um so it's not a case of and yeah it's not in, in fact um i think in in those examples at least of the blind man for example he healed him
2: mm-hmm. um
0: mm-hmm. before we even had that kind of conversation about mm-hmm. um the, the state of his soul I think yeah, one of the helpful things that he says in this essay, and it's an esp- essay for um, the Gospel Coalition on ministry to the poor. He says um, inseparability between preaching the gospel and kind of physical aid is not does not mean a rigid temporal order. In fact, um, Christians should be at pains to find non-artificial and non-exploitative ways to keep the ministry of the gospel and um, acts of service um, closely connected. And then I think another thing, I'll just, I'll just like drop one more in. Um, he said that um, evangelism is more than basic ministry to the poor. Um, and I, I, again, it's not necessarily that these people are poor more s- per se, but it's just the situation they find themselves is a desperate situation. And I think the point is that he was making is that for everybody who's kind of um, finding this a problem um, because of the evangelism, he just says, like, evangelism is the church's ministry in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be the priority of the church's ministry. Um, in as much as we can be concerned for um, dealing with the physical well-being and the material well-being, he gives the example of Paul in Second Corinthians saying that there's an even greater importance to strengthening the inner man mm. than there is to the outer man, mm-hmm. which is physically decaying mm-hmm. um, and ageing. Um, so yeah I mean for a lot of people who may have seen this and just been like oh, why don't you just go out there and just you know help them and uh, mm. and again I think a lot of people <coughs> miss the fact that that's even something that's going to be done um, <coughs> we exactly. don't do that at the expense of mm. the gospel. actually mm. um, the church's charge mm. um, is to stand for that and to proclaim that and so that should never be um, yeah that should never just kind of be pushed to the side mm. in an attempt to be I have a more palatable for people, or, or um, yeah, actually, in undermining the power of that message. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly, I think he's he's right, and you guys are right to say it shouldn't be done in an exploitative manner. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. putting something in one hand and pulling it back unless mm-hmm. you're prepared mm-hmm. to kind of sit and hear us, and it, that happens. Mm-hmm. I think I think
2: no, genuinely. I, I mean, think. the history of, <laughs> <coughs> the continent of Africa, yeah, that, yeah. you know, that, that a lot of it was a kind a kind of. Um, Neglect, neglect everything you know. Yeah. For this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, And it, and some, and I obviously there's some things you might agree. Yeah, perhaps maybe traditionally mm. should be let go because maybe it links to paganism. But a lot of the time, some things actually were of cultural benefit to the people. And sadly, you know, the either or binary option given to people, um, captured quite well in um, uh, to a large degree, even in think in books like Things Fall Apart, actually. Yeah you know actually yeah you, you wonder if even those who came to give the good news um yeah weren't culturally sensitive right to yeah. the fact that just because something is looks strange doesn't mean it's wrong yeah and actually um yeah the gospel makes space for that diversity mm. to express um the, uh, one's faith so yeah so that that has, that has happened yeah it, it has, has
0: happened i i think maybe i guess not wanting to go too, too far to one side, we shouldn't ignore the reality of the fact that, you know, even though I think that the church is um, historically um, been consistent in being willing to kind of offer aid and mm. offer support for people who are in, in difficult situations, no doubt, because we're sinners, there will definitely be been people who have just mm. been like, yeah. Mm. yeah, before you can get this. <laughs> you <laughs> give need, your life. Yeah, give your life time,
1: What do you think about, coming off of kind of, Nia yes, Sauris, but like, what do you yeah. think about kind of people posting of them going to evangelize,
2: or you know, basically
1: doing good works and posting it on the gram. So mm. um, some people like, uh, oh, you know, maybe she's. Sh- sh- I think some people, if she's, she's. Sh- so sh- for sh- some it's, it's posted, just the publicity. Yeah, it's almost the publicity that that they they're uncomfortable with. Um, yeah, I
0: can, I can see that. Um, I can see that in one sense that you know, um, you don't post or quote unquote good works to be kind of seen by men. Ultimately, it's the Lord who rewards. Mm-hmm. Um, And he judges the intentions of the heart. Mm -hmm. So in the sense that, you know and again I'm not accusing her of this, but if that your posting is for kind of boosting your own kind of public profile and your own like self aggrandisement, be mindful of that because, you know, that's sinful. Do you know what I mean? That's that's pride puffing up. Um, so I can see why you could you could caution people against, you know, being very public with the stuff that they're doing and just encouraging them to go about those endeavours quietly. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's also the benefit sometimes of doing it publicly, so you can gather support. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like
2: encourage others, encourage others, yeah. right? challenge others. I'm doing yeah. this.
0: Yeah. You can do this too. Or well, here's how you can help. How you can help. Um. So like, I wouldn't want to just slap down anybody. You know, who kind of goes to to post something, that doing it in that vein. But yeah, definitely cautious of the fact that um, you're not even your best works are filthy rags in the sight of the law like don't yeah. don't put so much stock in the fact that you're doing good works um, um, because you know again even those things aren't the things that save you ultimately so you don't want to kind of really puff yourself up by doing that I don't know was there anything else you
1: no I just thought it was interesting because yeah. I think like sometimes you see like some pastors say, you know, it was lovely preaching at this church. might mm-hmm. have a picture of them holding the. And it's like, yeah. you can't not everything has to be read so negatively. Yeah. Like, I mean, listen, like love actually believes. Hey, listen, it, it
2: sounds like a duck. You might see pictures. just like, <laughs> what benefit? we derive from you showing us the drip? Right, right. Not right. the
1: drip, but you're just saying that you. <laughs> you understand, like, this like the Sunday
2: drip. Okay, you have clothes, but like, how does <laughs> yeah, that yeah, me? Yeah, you're, you're fashionable as well. Yeah, like it a, me to so envy. It's how grace. About, it's grace. You know, well, so obviously, like, but well, come on, if someone is showing, yeah, I mean, you know, what I mean, there's, there's ways in which, okay, this yeah. is more likely to perhaps be not helpful. Yeah, of course. Now, so I've a, definitely, I've definitely seen examples
0: of you know people saying that they're in, you know deprived London boroughs feeding school kids and you know they're buying everybody chicken and chips but you know in the camera they're bringing out the words of the 50 yeah Do you know, know
2: what I mean like, that, who, like hey you, you man
1: <laughs> like when did you tell <laughs> them to start recording
2: yeah then? exactly yeah that's for sure yeah um, oh you're recording I don't even know <laughs> <laughs> let
0: me pray <print> for this <laughs> right, no but get the AP get
2: the, hey, get hey, the hey, rollie because you get man, can achieve this
0: um <laughs> so that kind of stuff definitely wouldn't countenance um but at least to the extent that you know you're gathering support you're encouraging others to take up um a similar kind of of endeavor work yeah man i'm i'm i wouldn't do it here's what i would say i wouldn't do it personally but that's a personal thing
1: that's because you're not on social media yeah
0: like but that's again that's a personal thing i wouldn't say that she or anybody else who did something like that would be particularly wrong for for posting it publicly um yeah
1: should we do an Ask BB question? Let's do an Ask BB question. Have Ask you got BB the question, the question oh, in front of you? Let me check the, me. The, the repository. Um, yeah, okay. How to be a good Christian to a backsliding... How to be a good friend to a backsliding Christian? How to be a good friend to a backsliding Christian? Cool.
2: Um. Hey, do you want to? I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is is patience, I think. <clears throat> so, so speaking to the friend, to, mm. to, to the person who is being a friend to the backsliding Christian. I think, yeah, patience, because I think, um, maybe thinking about my mentality, you want to fix, you want to fix things quickly. Mm. You want to provide that verse that would deliver the killer blow to the anxiety you have to the, you know, you want to deliver that speech, you know, that blockbuster encouragement. Yeah. Okay. So are you, are you good now? You're right now. Everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, sometimes it takes a, a you know, you, you need to take, Believers, your friend as they are, um, and I think it's always centering the counsel you give in the Bible. Okay. <clears throat> don't get too creative. I found that when you try to get too creative with your creative, how you know what, I'm saying? <laughs> what you mean by creative? <laughs> no, because sometimes we, you know, in tra- in, in, and it's like good intentions to try and encourage our sister or brother. Yeah, um, you you don't want to you don't want to give you don't want to um, suggest a hope that isn't actually the hope they should be seeking to have okay you know um something you know things saying something like you know oh you know what like um uh, this thing you're feeling this backsliding um uh you even saying things like you get over it or you know are uh, like you, you you know you um it's, it's a minor it's a you know and those are helpful things to say in terms of what you might think might be helpful but actually um, we have to remember that we actually don't know how that person is feeling. Right. What I do know for sure, whether this is gonna pass in the morning, sis, or or in a long time, is that God is your strength. Right. Stick to what you know to be sure, to be true. Right. Um, uh, because that we we know that to be to be sure. I remember a verse that comes to mind is um, Philippians four, um, and be not anxious um, in anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Uh, make your requests known to God. Um and he's and, and the peace of God which passes all understanding uh, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus in in Christ Jesus. Um and I think there's so much in that that can be of an encouragement to someone who's backsliding. Right. Um because um again situations are very different but you know it could be as a a result of anxiety um as to their, their own worthlessness as someone feels they're not good enough to be a Christian okay. and maybe they've committed a sin or committing sins that they feel like they, they, they're too far, they're too far off now to ever come back and they yeah. just keep backsliding. Mm. Um, that uh, that verse I think is helpful in addressing that because for the person who's encouraging that person, keep praying for that person because I know even for, it was me encouraging someone, you can start getting anxious for their life and, 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 and almost have an ungodly you know ungodly response and be in despair um so 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 on, on that side it's encouraging but also that um god is in control so god grants an, a peace that passes all understanding for every situation and in some situations and i think i'm speaking here really for the person who's encouraging someone okay yeah uh, in this point but you know god grants a, a peace that even you you may not you may not even fathom or expect can be given to you in that situation mm-hmm. um because what's important is that you remain prayerful focus on that individual soul um listening to them carefully sometimes what stops that is you being over anxious and, and maybe you know maybe even doing too much and and then and, and, and sadly acting as though your efforts are what going to save them right, right, right. there's a peace you can even have in that situation where you really depend on god's sovereignty over that person's life and another verse that helps is second timothy second timothy two, timothy 2. Where um, you're reminded that um, salvation belongs to God, and it, it reminds you that you know our conversation with someone who maybe even your thinking might not be of the faith, it needs to be winsome. It needs to be one of encouragement, one of um, persuasion, not brainwash. We, we don't brainwash as Christians. It's a work that's in in in, in uh, it, it's an internal spiritual work. We can't no nothing you can do can shape change someone's heart yeah but but as means we have to be you know gracious means that are winsome showing people that you know that that believer the the gospel of god what what that means for their soul Mm. um and even being honest that to uh, honest carefully but honest as to the reality of you know where 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 they where where that where the path they perhaps carry on can lead them okay that is the truth of life it's you have to be careful and delicate because and you understand the situation, but but sometimes that would that might need to be said in a careful way. It's so, and I'm not saying every time needs to be said. Yeah, but you know, I know situations in which actually the reason why, so you know, brother, is the reason why I need to talk to you. I need to is because I'm fearful for the path you're. You know, again, not every situation, but there are situations where you know that that might need to be said. Right. But, but at the very first and foremost, if that's some if that's someone you believe had professed the love of God and known the love of God, and you believe that they 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 still know that truth of the love of God. Then we then we're just reminding them of that right. day in day out, day in day out. Um, yeah, it's challenging because you also you also you don't know when the penny will drop. God willing, it will drop. Mm. But you not just by your talking, but your actions then also have to match to what you're saying. You know, are you living also to that hope so you can encourage them. It's, Holistically so, gone
0: you know, When you say that That question The thing that was coming to my mind Is there a point Is there a part of you That needs to Before you endeavour on this Um, I would, I, Mission would be the wrong word But before you start trying to like Speak to your friend Encourage mm. your friend Is a helpful thing to do Do you think Check yourself um, Because I can imagine Sometimes the inevitable Backlash from Somebody who you perceive To be backsliding mm. Could be yeah, but I know like your life, and I know your secrets.
2: Yeah, hundreds. Like, <laughs> <I assume. laughs> yeah. like assuming like your close uh, friends or if are like close that, friends, you're gonna you know. you would have shared yeah, you would front, have shared yeah. things maybe that you're
0: happy that like, has happened to move you, and they just look at you just like don't talk to me, sis. Don't talk to me, bro. Like um, and I mean even with friends mm, that kind of stuff is yeah, possible. 100. Yeah. So it might even just be helpful to have that kind of in- internal assessment of yeah. I guess even just like. Um, you know how am I faring? Mm-hmm. First mm-hmm. of all, kind of spiritually, personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is this is this a wrong? I don't even think this is a wrong question to ask. But, but that's
2: liberating. I feel. I feel that's that. That's encouraging. Mm. In the sense, like it, it should hopefully be liberating because yeah. you're saying, "My G, you know, you know me. Yeah, and yeah, you know how I've been, or how even times I mess up, right? Um, but like you know, and obviously at that point you're at a stronger place, so you're able to say. But I know the Lord still loves me. Mm, you mm, see, like, yeah. the point isn't to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not even saying you need to be perfect. Mm. But, you know, hold on to that faith. Live in that faith. Yeah. um, we'll, You will be perfect and have that hope that you will eventually, you see. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's challenging because if they know everything about you, it's like, yeah, how do you know? It's the barriers that you're trying to get to there, but the barriers yeah, you need to yeah. jump over to try and communicate yeah. the message.
1: And you're not coming from a position of like judgment though. Mm. Even if, okay, you know all about me, you know, I messed up, but well, I'm not judging you. Yeah. Anyway, mm. You're not judging me, but what I'm saying is the way you're going yeah. isn't great. Like,
0: but I mean, you say you're not judging and, and obviously we, we hope with the um sincerity that you're not judging, but I guess I'm thinking about it from the person who's hearing you mm-hmm. to somebody who's finding maybe their faith at that point in time a challenge. They may feel as though any desire to communicate is some form of condemnation is some form of judgment Mm -hmm. um i think sometimes you know that that's particularly why if you if you're in this situation where you know somebody who may be struggling in the faith it's helpful to assess the nature of your relationship with them yeah you know what i mean like if this is a close close friend a tight friend good friend that's somebody that you can speak to. If this is more of like an acquaintance or somebody you see from time to time, mm-hmm. you, you might mm-hmm. not be the best person no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to do that because I think where there's a lack of proximity, it tends towards being perceived as judgment, judgment. even if there's a sincerity mm. just yeah. for that person. So, yeah. so I think that's a um, a tidbit. Were you going to say something else? Because I'll go on.
1: I had a follow-up question just in terms of what you were saying okay. about um, the patience, because if you are good friends, you may see, especially they're backsliding, they're struggling, you start to see kind of more like sinful patterns that they may be indulging mm. in. So how do you maintain that friendship? Of course, wanting to be patient, but then not also like, I don't know, if you're if you if you're going somewhere and you know, you're know you both drinking, but this person's about to, mm. are you going to slap the ball <laughs> out of the hand? <laughs> I mean, or s- are you just going to be there? Like, So how do you kind of, um, yeah, h- how is the relationship and how should the relationship be when someone is struggling and you're kind of in the presence of their struggle, so to speak?
0: How should the relationship be when someone's pregnant? Uh, do you know what? In that? I think there's, in that example you gave of, you know, for example, you're out and you may be in like a party setting or you've just gone out for a meal and um, you're both enjoying drinks and you're just seeing that that person's um, drinking is leading into kind of drunkenness. I don't think it's inappropriate for you to intervene and just say, bro, sis, think you should stop here. Yeah. Not even just the spiritual perspective you're thinking also just about their physical health and well-being mm-hmm. and i think sometimes those are helpful reminders that a person just cares for me because um they're not just trying to bash me over the head with um you know tidbits from scripture they're just concerned about my physical welfare. that the first yeah. point we're making yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that's so it's just a demonstration of the fact that you're know, I, I care for your soul but i also care for your body um so just like hey i'm gonna take this from you let's get you into a different space get you home, whatever kind of thing like that. I think that would be, um, I think that would be helpful. Um, I think sometimes, I think this question is kind of tending to, is there a point where you need to separate? I
2: don't think there
1: is. Um, I think there is a patience. Like Mm. I think, Mm. um, I I was thinking of Jude, like have mercy on those Mm, who doubt. Um, And I think Christians need to do better at at realizing that people do struggle and people go through seasons. Yeah, facts of like difficulty and, yeah. and confusion and and anxiety and, and worry and whatever yeah. and that does kind of affect their their walk yeah. um, so I think some people some people see that and they're like oh I don't know what to do yeah. 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 Like, no. <laughs> like you can actually just be patient like yeah, yeah, yeah like there's a there's a forbearance that you need mm. um and that shouldn't be kind of a times allocation yeah, and, I, and um, I think
0: actually just even on that point you you in doing so reflect one of the characteristics of God in the sense that he's long-suffering mm. towards so yeah sure you demonstrating that patience is only just a reflection of the patience that God is demonstrated mm-hmm. with you. You're the silly sheep who goes uh. off wandering every single time and the dog that returns to its vomit, like you're you're very much an example of, you know, what your friend at that point in time may be exhibiting. That has been the story of your life. Um, and even as a Christian, yeah, you've not lived perfectly, so... Again, it does give you cause to, to think about the grace that you've been extended by God and the patience that he's shown towards you. So you shouldn't be so quick to want to cut people off. Yeah. Um, definitely agree with that. I think my thing, it's a point really that Jim raised and I think it's, it's the honesty point. Um, and it's it's only, I I picked this up because, um, listen, I regularly hear it charged at men specifically that sometimes they don't, pull their boys up on stuff mm. and they don't
3: mm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so
0: where was that where'd that come from like, <laughs> Oh my worry for uh, men. Um,
1: that's yeah. another podcast episode.
0: Because because topic. because, you know, not because men's relationships are superficial, because um, I don't believe that at all. Um, but you know, there's a there's a sense in which they can sometimes be happy to kind of move quickly past the hard conversation or it gets to a point where they don't want to descend into so much awkwardness that they're yeah. willing to kind of just, um, either very quickly address it or not address it at all. Um, so they don't. they sometimes prepared to stay in that, and I don't think that's completely true of, of all male relationships. But I think it's an issue for men and women. Yeah, but I can I can hear from time to time the the point about it, and um, I'm these people are going to think I'm Israel today because I reference Tim Keller. But um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I am? Um, literally, this morning for whatever reason, decided to put on a... Um, so I hadn't even... I hadn't really thought about this too much. But I, I, hadn't, so I hadn't listened to this in a long time. So you know he does this... He's got like a Gospel in Life thing, yeah. um, and today's one was... Ab- it wasn't today. It was, I think, like the 4th of March. It was about... I literally just scrolled to find something that might just be mildly interesting. So today's one was about um, putting away all falsehood. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think the scripture reads in Ephesians four: put away all falsehood from among you because you are members because you're members of Christ or essentially because you're part of the same body. Yeah. Um, and Tim's point was more specific. He wasn't actually talking about, you know, in the situation where you've got a friend who's backsliding, but as I was thinking about the question, it was dawning more and more upon me that, um, Uh, as part of being a good friend to somebody there's a sense in, in which you have to be candid with them um and his broader point was just that we're honest people because god is a god of truth yeah and when you become a christian um you're somebody who desires to embrace truth and it's not just the negative of kind of not lying it's also speaking truthfully about situations yeah um and not showing partiality or bias um being honest, being sincere, being genuine, and all the stuff that you say, like in your yes be yes and your no be no. I mean, and when it when I think about this point more specifically, he gave some kind of very practical examples of people who, despite being Christians, um honesty is not something that they're steeped in. Because, for example, they may, in a desire to be, you know, everyone's friend, never really say the hard stuff that needs to be said, or you know. People may feel that they can never go to them for honest critique or advice. Um, Or oh, sorry, th- sorry, a, a different example: they're always committing to do stuff, but never actually getting round to doing it because uh, they're always wanting to uh, be willing to, you know, hey, I can do this, course, course, course. Uh, but they fail so many times. They say yes to everything, but never actually complete anything. Yeah, and um, and I guess more specifically on this point, um, it just it reminded me of how good Christian friendships, in particular, um, are. Are based on kind of honesty, openness, transparency, and I think that works both ways. But I think for the person who is on the side of the um, of the of the concern for their backsliding friend, I think being honest about I think Edwin made the point earlier about um, you know what a persistence in backsliding could do for you, but n- not just that. Um, I think being honest about just your concern. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm being honest about the fact that, you know, I haven't seen you maybe in church for a long period of time. Um, you know, every time we seem to talk, you seem to be um, maybe kind of averse to just having kind of a you know, like Christian life thing spoken about. Yeah. And maybe, a, even not necessarily if the like conversation's about the Bible, but you like seem to, every time, like, I say Lord willing or <laughs> like like, like, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, there seems to be some burden for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, a fear yeah there's a fear of just kind of christianese or whatever yeah. it is you want to call it that um and i actually think yeah when i thought about it for people who are committed to being truthful um being prepared to be honest about you know the hard conversations about yeah maybe where your backsliding may lead you but also just the sincerity of your concern um, and i think sometimes for men they don't want to show that vulnerability so they don't want to say bro like i miss you i haven't seen you in a long time and like, you know that, them kind of things there or um bro 2 3 years ago we used to always do this what happened to that the, yeah. the, um, them kind of things there so so definitely i think one of the things that you can do as a a faithful friend to um, a backsliding christian is to be honest about your concerns yeah um and again not centering yourself in this you know it's not it's not about you ultimately yeah. You're saying this with view to demonstrating to them the genuineness of your concern for yeah. them um but not yeah not shying away from saying you know it's even like i missed you or you know how comes we don't kind of speak about the bible anymore if that's something that you guys did or um i'm concerned that we're, be- we're becoming more and more estranged because you know maybe uh, um, you're finding more joy in doing mm. this thing or mm. yeah. that thing mm. and i'm finding more joy in doing this or that or the other um and i think then yeah that's where the patience comes in really because yeah. um you know, for somebody hearing that, that might not be immediately palatable to them. Um, So there's a sense in which you really need to pray for wisdom as you're having that truthful conversation with them. But if you're somebody who's radically committed to truth, um, as all Christians should endeavor to con- uh, to be as they continue to grow um, and as the spirit will make you, I hope. Um, Yeah, you, you you should be wanting to be honest with your friends just about the nature of the situation and encourage honesty from them. Yeah. So don't, yeah, I don't say this just to be like, oh, sis, I'm concerned that I'm seeing you at this, there, 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 It's also a, oh, bro, yeah, I heard this, da, da, da It's also a, like, tell me what's going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, be honest, me. like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Say it as it is. Say it as it is. Let them um. create an environment. You don't necessarily know that this will happen, but create an environment where, if, for example, they're stuck in a particular sin or there's just, you know, a very difficult issue they're having with kind of trusting God or believing the word, create an environment where they're able to be able to share that with you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes that's by kind of asking probing questions. So, you no, know, bro, are you struggling with this? Or mm-hmm. this, are you finding this difficult in the word? or duh, 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 duh? Um, And enable them that um, ability to be able to just, in some senses, confess. Um, and then what you do with that confession again, is a demonstration of how faithful you are of a friend to them. Yeah. So it's not that now that you've heard that, you now start running to here, there, and everywhere <laughs> saying, so, did you know such and such was doing this and yeah. up that? A link
2: to that is, like, when you see wins, do celebrate that with them. Even if it's, like, you've come to church after a long while, it's really great seeing you, obviously, you know, in a way that's not to overbearing, but you, because I think, obviously, learning for myself, you tend to only focus on the deficiencies. yeah, yeah. That you don't realise actually Oh um, You know whether, you, whether They might have Said that they prayed Or they read the Bible You're not encouraged You just wanting to be The end product quickly mm-hmm. It's like okay But did you read it <laughs> How know? many chapters Yeah how many chapters Or like you know I'm, I'm thinking of And I might say I'm thinking of You know Considering you know Talking to someone about all right, cool but like, to, let's go tomorrow let's it's like yeah. you maybe just like you know yeah, to to the, yeah. yeah yeah you have to um take them take them as you find them honestly yeah, yeah. um because god takes us as, we, as he finds us of course you know we he calls us to repent and believe and um and uh, uh and we still and we pray and you pray that for that individual yeah. you know if it's at that stage you pray that for them that god will work his way in their life through his will uh, and indeed you know we're praying that's one of god's people one of god's sheep that he's working things that, 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 come, you know, that come to an end That they are saved yeah. For his glory You know So we don't we it's not And you feel powerless Of course But ultimately God has that power So maybe it's even good That you feel that sense of powerless. Yeah, so yeah, yeah If you're in power You'd mess things up anyway. Facts so, Yeah um, Is there so anything yeah. you
0: say is, I, don't, I gave this like particular to men type thing Do you think there are any For women Oh mm, Not that I can
1: think of Okay, yeah. uh, okay. I, I can't think of any sort of Gender differences. So what do you... What, yeah,
0: so okay. So fair enough. What would you be your... Yeah, what would be your...
1: I think for me, just from experience, kind of just decenter yourself. So like, don't make it seem as if it's your personal um, battle. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to fix her. I'm going to, you know... Because, and I think just hoping that, that God's people are everywhere. Mm. So like, you might have said something and you might think, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is it. And yeah. then she's like... <laughs> And then she'll be like, oh, I saw this this person. And she just said, I love you. And it's like, oh, I'm back. And I'm like,
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, so like
1: God's like God's people are really everywhere. Yeah. And He does use His people. So yeah. don't, you know, think it's just me. I'm yeah. the only one that's gonna yeah. get through to that person. Yeah. Um, also things like just linking people. Like so if I see someone struggling in yeah, church. Gonna say, like, yeah, yeah, like speak yeah. to their friend. Yeah. Obviously, don't be stupid. Or their um, pastor. Or, their pastor. Yeah. or just say, yo, like, hope you're okay. Like, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. don't need to talk about anything too deep yeah. but you know I'm praying for you and actually pray for them yeah. um, just try and support them honestly yeah. that, that one is well, I'm praying for you I'm praying for
0: you It's such an easy Easy thing to say, and just yeah. and it's it's just say not, I just want you You shouldn't say it It's actually just lying Honestly It's actually
1: just lying I mean, when I say I'm praying for you I'm like okay Let me pray now I'm not <laughs> No praying. honestly No but I think That's a good habit That's no, a good practice That's like, yeah, genuinely a yeah, good practice yeah, I'm praying for yeah, you I'm yeah, like you ain't praying for her. That's a good practice But no I can't think Of anything Like gender differences Okay I think everyone Yeah I think your point But honestly I thought I really enjoyed that Just cause Yeah being honest, whether you're in a good place, bad place, like, it's not surprising mm. if you're struggling, doubts about the Bible, that's why I think, like, mm. just be honest, because yeah. I think a lot of times people may see someone struggling, but no one's talking about it, and then they're letting other things distract from it, you yeah. know, TV, sports, whatever, and it's like, there's this gaping clear, yeah. you know, it's evident, why you are yeah. not talking about yeah, it? Yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. and fun. be
2: convinced that the gospel will, like you know, the God, you know, God's grace will, is the solution. That you know, yeah. that is the solution. Again, I raised right my point about getting too creative about solutions. That is the solution, you know, uh, and it's not even to talk against things like, I don't know, like therapy or though, like, if that's helpful, of course. But but remember that the yeah, the ultimate solution is the gospel. So you know, whether it's the encouragement you give, the uh, the way in which you are hospitable, you know, do that in a way yeah that is is centered on trying to. Create a gospel environment for them to know that the hope open truth that I mean, yeah save them. Mm.
0: Come. Episode eighty yes, eight three? done. episode We need that uh, do you feel like we need the intro or outro? Well as in for the pod or
1: for the pod, yeah. So for what the what you mean
0: intro, What's like, the intro like, though? I don't know what the
2: intro is gonna be. But like every time we because all the all the we, we out. <laughs> <laughs> what is what well, I mean who I don't know, I don't know. At least, I need like, to I, I I can't who I mean the puzzle is to who has an outro.
1: Guys, suggest what I am Everyone just be. Everyone just thoughts. Yeah, everyone literally I'm just
2: stop. Fair enough. So maybe it's the intro that we need. I'm watching Apprentice. That's my out-
3: <laughs> <laughs> say that. in. Alright, cool. Um, yeah, that's it.